Hi guys, this is Julie and this is Semi-Balanced. I have with me a super special guest. Um, her name is uh, Melissa. Um, do you want me to use your last name? Mondragon, it's I'm going to um, <laughs> give her full name. Um, she is a survivor. Um, she had, she was in an accident and had traumatic brain injury. And I brought her on because her, her fight and her struggle, um, which continues, is so inspiring. Um, it really touched my heart. So I hope it touches all of yours. Um, I'm going to be calling her Mel. Um, so Mel, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be inspiring. Oh, it is so inspiring. I heard your story and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and you remain in such good spirit. And that's, that is what is beautiful about the whole thing is the whole time you told me your story and I learned more about you, you always talked with such positivity and I was like wow this lady has been through the ringer and back and she is nothing but inspiring <laughs> so um I brought you on here so you can inspire all my listeners and no matter how bad of day they have it or no matter where they are in their struggle um they know that hey, I, I, I've been there, you know, they can listen to your story and they can hear your struggle and realize she does it with a smile. So um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. <laughs> Mel, are I you feel there? so okay, good. Yeah, I feel so wonderful to be asked by you to be on your podcast Aww. I'm so overwhelmed I'm Aww. so overjoyed well the least that someone wants do. to listen to me well yes of course you that someone wants to listen to my story wow yeah yeah your story is amazing I mean I don't want to give anything away but you had to relearn everything 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 yes i mean it, it's truly inspiring and i believe my listeners are going to be just as inspired as i was and i you know i can kind of i can tell my synopsis like i told you well yeah um, take, us far back, take us back to that day i uh, we have time so Go ahead, take us back to that day. Were you coming home for work or? Yes, yes. I've worked for 20 years at the welfare department and I was a lead worker, which is overline staff, but under a supervisor. I was there to provide line staff direction about the laws of California to determine eligibility for public assistance. I was also there to explain to clients when they were 
unhappy with the results that they received as far as the determination of their aid that they received because believe it or not, when people apply for aid, cash aid, food stamps or Medi-Cal, they don't get what they want and they are in needy situations and they are not always happy. And you can understand because these people are hungry. They're, they're medically needy. Yes, they're desperate and they're needy. And, yeah. And even though they may say they're hungry and they're starving at home, well, we know that we can hear them. We can see that their kids are hungry. However, there's guidelines and you have to fall under the guidelines. And unfortunately, what's in the refrigerator is not what's in the guidelines, but unfortunately, that is what we have to follow. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was my job. That's crazy. It was very it was very hard to do that kind of job, but that's what we did. Yeah, somebody had to um, do it. I was, I, yes, I was a, a bilingual worker, so I did it both in Spanish and English. Oh, okay. And it, um, it, so you so were on your in, way. You were on your way home when, um, from work. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you were on and the you would not believe I live where I live in in our city. I live at the end of the county line, which is close to the welfare department, which that is where the welfare department is at the end of the city. So I live nearby, which is at at the end of the county line, which is basically in the country. And I live in the country because my husband is a truck driver. I actually wrecked within a couple of miles from my home. When I was turning to come home, the person who found me was my son and my husband. Oh, wow. My son. My son, I think at that time, he's, he just turned 32. So this was 12 years ago. So maybe 19, maybe. And all he told his dad, and I was driving a big truck. I was driving an F-154 by four, and it was bright red. It couldn't get any redder than it was. And he told his dad, is that my mom? And they saw that it was me. They saw it was me. And so my son jumped out of the truck right away to get me. And they called the ambulance. But by then, somebody else must have called the ambulance already. And the ambulance was already coming. And this is what they told me, because, of course, I don't remember anything, but the ambulance person told my son get away from her she might be dead they told my poor little boy that and of course he's not a little boy but he was 19 he's my baby boy but he was 19 and he's a grown man but he to me he's my baby but that's what they told my baby and so they flew me from where i live 
like about an hour away to a trauma center. So I was in a coma for three days and I was in the hospital for about two months. And my poor son, it, it traumatized him so bad. Oh, wow. I bet it he did. Is, I, I can only imagine. He is my best friend. Aww. He is my best friend. You would not believe that boy. I can't, if I drive with him, he makes sure that I'm sitting down. He makes sure that I have my seatbelt on. And I'm like, um, it's okay, son. I'm fine. Don't worry. Your mama's okay, son. Don't worry. And he won't let me be. He's the funniest little thing. He's hilarious. If you saw him, he's this burly guy with this big beard. But he's a baby boy to me. He's hilarious. Oh, that's adorable. So but what uh, happened is, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So what happened is that I was in the hospital and they called my whole family because I have a big family. I have seven sisters and one brother and everybody has at least three kids. And so everybody was coming down to the hospital and then the hospital that I was at was like an hour away. So I was even at a local hospital. They were, it was like an hour away. And my husband's a truck driver and he's devastated. Of course he can't go to work. And here I wrecked with the semi truck. Oh my God, yeah. You know, it's like the, the irony. The irony of, of him just, being a truck driver and you wrecked with a, 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 a truck driver. A semi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they found me. They found me. That's the irony of it all. And to top it off, they blame me. They blame the accident on me. Oh. But to top it off, let me tell you to the irony of that also. To top it off, I don't even have a ticket on file in all my life. Because I actually used to work for the federal government. And when you work for the federal government, they look at your background so good. They look through your credit to make sure you have good credit because I used to work at the prison here in, in Atwater. So they look through your credit, they look through everything. So you have to be like almost perfect to work for the federal government. Wow, yeah. And I here I get, a it's crazy. It is crazy. I know when I worked at um, at the school in Ohio, there was like you had to get an FBI background like check and fingerprinted yes. and like it was crazy what you had to go through. Yes. So yes, I do, I had to do that too. Yeah. I, 
I had to do that too. It's like everywhere I've ever worked, I've had to get my fingerprints. I've had to, you know, when I worked for the prison, I was at, when I was interviewed, I was recorded on tape, my interview. It was like, seriously, we giggle about it now, all these years later, it's, it was, it's kind of funny. It's like, seriously, you gave me the job and we, we think it's the funniest thing now. But I actually make a lot of jokes about my injury because actually it's very funny. Oh, you have to look at things in a funny way. Well, because I mean, yes, if you take life too seriously, I 100% agree yes. with that. I 100% yes. agree with that. Life uh, is too short to be so serious all the time. You have to take life with a grain of salt. Laugh right. a little. Laugh a little. Smile. Laugh a lot. That's my motto. <laughs> You know, smile, smile, and be happy. Be 100%. happy, smile. And, you know, and people always, they look at, they hear about my story, and what's the first thing people tell me all the time? I would say 99% of the time when people hear my story, they say, oh, my, I'm so sorry. Really? Why are you sorry? You're sorry I'm alive? I am proof there is a God. God has me alive. God chose to not leave my kids without their mother. Yeah. I'm alive for a reason. And you're grateful every day. I'm and alive that's for beautiful. And that's yes. just beautiful. That's what life is about. So um yes. so you were in the hospital now. Uh, now walk us through relearning how to how to talk, how to walk, how to all of that. Oh my gosh! Well, even now, after all these years, I still walk a little slower than I want to. My equilibrium is off. So before, because when I used to work at the agency. Oh, I would have everybody just giggling because I was just always zooming because we would have to at least do four interviews a day. So I would always be wearing high heels and I would just be zooming by in my high heels with my all my stack of papers and zoom, 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 zoom. And we just thought that was just the funniest thing. Well, I can't walk in high heels anymore. And it's terrible. I had to relearn how to walk. Yeah. I've had in right after my accident, I have this brain injury. Oh my word. I have this brain injury and I was so ashamed. How embarrassing. I have a brain injury and I have a college degree. I graduated from the Bureau of Prisons. So I graduated from the Federal Academy, I graduated from this college and I have a brain injury. How is that possible? And I'm so embarrassed. How can I, and I, I have this great idea. Well, what if I go to college again? Wow, let me go to college. What is the best thing I can do? I can fight 
this brain injury if I just go to college. I can fight this because I'm a fighter. That's what I am. That's why I learned how to walk because there was this one doctor, one nurse. Her name was Lydia. We laughed so much with her, about her because she would say, oh, no, 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 don't walk. You're going to fall. No, 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 don't do that. You're going to fall. No, 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 don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. No, 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 no. So what did I do? Every day I would get up. And my sisters told me this story. And she would say, don't do that. And what did I do? I'd get up again. No, 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 don't do that. And I would get up and do it again because I'm just a rebel. I'm a rebel at heart. You. Because Good for you. I if think you don't say no to rebels, that must have been why I liked you so much. <laughs> if, if you say no to me, if you say no to me, I'm going to say yes to me. Yes, yes, yes. So she kept saying no to me, no to me. So I'm like, I'm going to show you no. So I would get up and do it again. And so when I said, when I decided, well, I'm going to go to college and at the college here at the Versed College, they, I went up there and I said, you know, I went to college here before, but I don't have my transcripts. So if you can give, get me some transcripts because I want to come back to college because I was injured, blah, blah, blah. So they said, okay, well, you to go upstairs at the library. Oh my word, the library has these stairs. Oh my word. Oh no. Yes. Yes. Oh no. I hate, hate stairs hate me. They hate me. They are my enemy. So here I go. There I go. So in front of everyone, in front of every because this room was so packed of people, I fall down. Well, of course, everybody runs to me. Oh my god word are you okay are you hurt are you okay and of course because I'm always joking um I'm okay I just hurt my pride well then they start laughing then they apologize for laughing and I'm like that's okay it's funny and so then when I I made another joke they even laughed more but then I hobbled down the stairs with my pride. Oh. And it was just a funny story to put in the books. Yes, that's that's exactly right. And that's a good way of looking at it. Well, you have to. It, you know, I just see that everything is funny. It you is. just have to laugh. You just have to smile. And, you know, everybody always compliments me on my smile. You, your smile, your smile, your smile. And I tell everyone I'm happy. And I tell everyone the reason I'm happy, who else is fortunate enough, fortunate enough like me to be alive and to start their life all over again? Right, you've got a second chance, and I just yes. think it's beautiful, and you're not wasting it. Yes, it was going to require a lot of work on your part, um, but you're doing it with a smile, and you're doing it with such a positive attitude, 
and you're doing it with a grateful heart. So all of that is just such beauty that shines to everybody that sees you. So to I me, do this because God has me here. Yeah. To me, I find it super inspiring. I, I hear your story and just to even learn how to talk again. I, I mean, we take these things for granted and we think, you know, I mean, there's so many, how many times do we go through the day and we're like, oh my God, oh, like this is just the worst day, you know, this happened. Really put it in perspective. <laughs> put it in perspective. It could get a lot yeah. worse. So, um, you know, I just. Let me tell you something else. Yeah. Let me tell you something else. You said I learned how to talk, but guess what I did? When Because before I used to be a lead worker, so that means I used to learn how to do work, uh, learn how to do a job. And so I used to teach my staff how to do the job. So therefore, I used to stand in front of everyone and I used to teach them. So I used to talk to them and teach them how to do it. So what I did is after I learned how to speak again, I joined Toastmasters, which is an international club. And actually, you, you're a public speaker. You actually, re, you actually write and give public speeches. And when I did write these speeches and give these speeches, and I did win many speeches, I actually advocated for um, brain injury because many people are unaware of a brain injury. Many people do not know what a brain injury is as I was unaware. I did not, I was not aware that a concussion is a mild brain injury. I did not know that there's three different types. There's mild, moderate, and severe. I have a severe brain injury. Yep, <laughs> you did. And I just find it so inspiring. And for all those people out there that are like thinking, you know, they're, you know, this is the worst. I'm in your situation can get worse. So yes. find the positive in it. That's all I'm challenging you, every listener that's listening to this. Listen to this lady. She was through the ringer and back. And she has a smile and she's not resentful of what has happened. She's very grateful for the gift she's been given. And for life. Right, for life, a second chance. And um I just, I challenge all of you guys to please just look at it from a different point of view and realize that every situation can get worse. You don't want it to get worse, but look at it in a more positive way. So when you're sitting there downing your day and thinking, oh, this is, you know, like you're at the rock bottom, you could always get up no matter where you are. And this is proof that you, you can literally not even know how to walk or talk. And you 
can come back from that. It's amazing. It's amazing, Mel. I, I hear your story and I know you told me this story prior to today and I'm still inspired. I still look at you and I'm like, God, what a beautiful lady. And never you know what I, never, I also, because I used to be on Facebook until I was hacked. Uh, but um, when I was on Facebook, <laughs> I actually was a moderator to two Facebook groups for people. Um, it was a two support groups for brain injury survivors. Aww. So I actually moderated these two groups. So I would just greet them in the morning. Good morning. How are you? And gives positive affirmations every day at the end of the days. Good night. What a wonderful day. See you tomorrow. Think positive always with the cheerful good night. So always being positive, be happy. A hundred percent. I believe everyone yes. should be started with positive affirmations. I believe that you should always feel grateful for what you have and, and let that be spoken. I, I, I mean, this is something I practice. So um, I, I 100% agree with you on everything that you're saying. That's a beautiful thing that you did. Can, can I give uh, one piece of advice, please? 100%. Because I lost my memory. Memories are not promised. I actually had to learn how to write again. And I recognize my writing and I used to have beautiful writing. And when I first started writing again, it was ugly. So actually it is really nice again, not as nice as it was before, but it is nice again. However, I really ask that people, and I always try to give them as gifts to people when I give gifts like for birthdays or showers or something. Um, give them journals. People really need to keep journals uh, because it's people shouldn't type because anybody could type. Oh, you type this up. No, you didn't type it. Write it. Right. You know, to because I can't smell like I did before. You know, today I wore this perfume and it smelled really soft, like like lilacs. It smelled like roses. Um, I, I wore this, this pink dress and it looked so pretty and soft. It felt so nice. Things like that. I can't do things like I did before. I can't smell like I did before. I can't taste like I did before. I can't feel like I once did before. But these are things that that can be replaced. But at least if you read it, oh, that day I felt this. I felt the grain on the on the ground. I felt the dirt. You know, just simple things. You know, it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, she smelled so good. 
it just simple things that don't, that doesn't even matter, but it matters when you read something and you don't remember because those things are priceless, priceless. A hundred percent. You are a hundred percent correct on that. And everything about your story is just so inspiring, but I'm about to tell my listeners something that will probably just blow their mind on top of it. On top of everything that she's been through, um, Mel is writing a book. Um, yes. Yes, she is writing a survivor book and I, I am so excited. And as she likes to joke, um, she's only on the title page, but she's writing a book. <laughs> she's writing a book, and that is amazing. The story of me. The story of you. And, and that's beautiful. I mean, Mel, that's a story that's going to go down for, for generations. We used to actually make a lot of jokes in Toastmasters because every time I wrote a speech, it was always about me and we would always joke about it. They're like, oh no, here she is. She's gonna tell another story about herself again. And we would laugh, think it was the funniest story. I'm like, well, who knows me better than me? And we just thought it was so funny. Aww. <laughs> Well, you definitely have something to write about. Um, your, your story is just simply amazing. And I just brought you on to inspire everybody and realize that things can get tough. Things can get really tough. And this is just an example of somebody who had it severely tough and has come back with a smile with charm, with great and a beautiful, grateful heart. Um, I I just love your story, and I thank you for coming on. I am going to ask you um, a series of ten questions. Is that okay, Mel? Sure. Okay, yay. Um, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, so this comes from a book, uh, Great Leaders Ask Great Questions. Um, my first question to you is, what is the greatest lesson that you have learned? Appreciation. Ooh. I like Appreciation. That. Appreciation. Just yes. life. You just have everything. to appreciate. Everything. You just have to appreciate everything, every taste, every sound, every moment, everything. No, that's a really good answer. I don't think I've ever had that answer before. That is a beautiful really? answer. Yeah, I have never had that answer before. Wow. Yeah. Mine, my answer to the question was forgiveness. Because for me, that wow. was, it was... It was the hardest and the greatest lesson that I had to overcome because I've been through a lot of trauma on my end. So um, the forgiveness was, it was hard for me, but I had to, I had to do that for my healing. So 
Um, and that's what my whole podcast is about. So um, yeah, uh, forgiveness was definitely hard for me. Um, so second question, what are you learning now? Mm. How to write I'm your learning. <laughs> ha. Learning to not, trying to not be perfect. Oh. Because I'm a perfectionist. On top of it, you're I'm always trying to be perfect. I need to do this right. I need to put the commas in the right place. I need to word this because I used to be um, a public speaker and you had to space things right. You had to speak correctly. You had to make sure that your nouns were correct. Everything had to be perfect. And so you I have realize, to. You do realize that there is no perfect, right? That's what I'm trying to learn. Yeah, <laughs> there's. There's no perfect. There's no perfect. So just give that one up. Um, I have I have to keep reminding myself that only God is perfect. I'm a good match for you then because I'm like the complete opposite of that. I <laughs> I don't care about perfect at all. <laughs> like I'm not, I pride myself on being like flying by the seat of my pants. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's how my whole life has been. So yeah, <laughs> hang out with me a bit. <laughs> I promise you, you'll, you'll catch on a little. <laughs> um, how has failure shaped your life? I don't know if failure has shaped your life, but perchance, how has failure? Um, it was when I had my accident to me that was a that was failure to me because what happened to me I don't know if I explained that to you when my accident happened I used to be very vain I don't know if you can catch that with me talking but I used to be very vain I used to think it was just the prettiest little thing in the whole world and I always used to have my makeup on just right and my hair done just right and my my clothes on just perfect. And the accident happened and my eye, my right eye didn't open for two months. I was so devastated. It was the worst experience of my life. What? I'm ugly now and everyone kept saying but you're not dead but but, but I'm, I'm not pretty anymore what and so it was really hard and then I have a brain injury and I used to think it was just the smartest thing that ever did you ever did see and now I'm not smart because I have a brain injury well all the walls kept crumbling down. It was just terrible. It, it was just, to me, it was the biggest failure I ever had. It was very right. hard for me. It was very humbling. 
you do realize that beauty's on the inside, right? Your beauty on the inside shines out for everybody. You know that everyone, do you know that people keep telling me that? (laughs) I hope they are. Honestly, honestly, people keep telling me that. It's just listen to yourself and start believing that. Um, I think it's going to change your mind of how beautiful you are still because everything you've been through, you are on this podcast to, to inspire other people. You don't think there's beauty in that. There's a hell of a lot of beauty in that, Mel. And you're being very vulnerable right now. You are laying everything out. You're even telling people you thought you were ugly, okay? Now, come on. The beauty's on the inside. It's not on the You are so wonderful. You are so (laughs) wonderful. I even make the, the worst jokes ever. And I do make a lot of jokes and I probably shouldn't make some of the jokes I make, but I think that you should laugh a lot because life is funny. And if you don't laugh, then you met your counterpart on that one because I live my life that way. So don't worry about that one. I got that one in the bag. (laughs) So I, so, so, and, and even though maybe I shouldn't even make this joke, but I even, I let everyone know that because after I, after I had my accident, I even was tested by a psychologist who determined that I had, um, I I didn't have a verbal memory. So you can tell me whatever you want and I may not remember. Uh, that's okay. Neither do I. I mean, I've had a lot of, I, my head's been cracked open a lot in my life. So my memory is very little. And sometimes I remember it's, I struggle sometimes. And that's why I have to make sure that everything is on a calendar with this podcast. Yes. Because, um, I had forgot, I I was actually tonight was a good example. I had forgotten I have, I had scheduled a a Zoom meeting um, for somebody in Dubai um, next Saturday. And I said, I said, oh, I, I went to go look it up in the calendar to see what time it was. And I never sent her an invite or anything. I just literally forgot all about it. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I real quick had to do that before I started this meeting. I'm like, before I forget, I need to do this. (laughs) So yeah, I forget all the time. Like, and it's, it's a difficult thing to, to deal with, but I, I think I've dealt with it most of my life since my early twenties. Um, so like it's just gone downhill as I got older. <laughs> this, so, this psychologist determined that I don't have a verbal memory, but I do have a written memory. 
Oh, that's great. So after, after I had my accident, we made sure that there was post-it notes everywhere and little cards everywhere. And even now, um, we make sure there's cards everywhere. So if, you know, and I tell everybody, if you want to have lunch with me, text it to me. So I have a copy or send me a, uh, you know, send me a note or something or email or something, because I'm not going to, I may not remember. So we giggle about it thinking that's the funniest thing. And so I was joking with everybody. I go, I even have to put a post-it note to change my underwear every single day. And I was like, really? <laughs> of course not really, but I just think it's funny to make a joke about it. And I was like, my God. But that's just funny to joke about. That's a, that's a good it's joke. Funny. That was funny. I will agree. That was <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. I have to put my post-it notes. Oh, goodness, Mel. Okay, I have a few more questions for you, dear. Okay. Okay, so what has helped you the most in your healing journey? My healing journey has, what has helped me, I believe what has helped me is being helpful to other people. As I said, being a moderator in those groups to help other people, that has helped me because I feel that me being helpful to somebody else, it's like being a parent. You're a good parent when you can help your child. Oh, I can help you do your homework. This is how you do it. Or I can help you bake a cake. This is how you do it. So you're being a good parent by showing them how to bake a cake. You're being a good parent by helping them do their homework or showing them how to drive. So I believe that I can be more proactive in my healing by helping someone else heal. A hundred percent. If you help others, it helps you. It literally does. It comes back to you. So good for you. That was a beautiful answer. Um, what do you think is the first step to awakening your heart? Giving love. I believe if you give love, you get love. So have a giving heart. Yes. I, I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. And it kind of goes with your other answer of helping others. Um, yes. If you were given the opportunity to create a billboard that the whole world would see, what would it say? Help me help you. Oh, yeah. Good for you, Mel. Help me help you. Well, Mel, how can I add value to you? How can I, how can I help you spread your message? How can I help you? I thought bringing you on the podcast, but, um, and you're that right there that right there is already a positive because I have been telling 
everyone about being on your podcast and everyone is happy about it. I'll send you a link to the podcast so you can like share it with all your friends and they can hear yes. it from there. Okay. They're, they are very happy. My family is very happy oh, because I'll send you a they link. know. Yes. Thank you. They, yeah. they are, they know how I am because they, even when I was at Toastmasters, they all, I invited them all and they were all, they all went to go hear me speak. And so they are very proud of me. And oh. even my, my mom and my youngest sister just came from Texas the other day. And my sister, my youngest sister, she says, my word, she says, you have come such a long way from where you were. She says, I can't believe it. Yeah, I you really have. When, when I was, I was listening real... to you and I asked you to tell me your story. Yeah. Because I knew, and I didn't mean to pry, but I knew you had a story and I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> and, um, and you did, you, you shared it. And I was just thrown back and like, wow, this lady has to come on my podcast because actually i can actually send you like a copy of one of my speeches because some of my speeches actually kind of tell my story hmm. yeah yeah absolutely and i have them type them up and i can actually send them to your email yeah you have my email yes and I'll do that. Yeah, most definitely. Well, Mel, I am um, I am so happy that we got to talk. And I am going to check in on you um, and see how that book is going. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, most definitely. And then, uh, you know, maybe it'll inspire you to like keep doing it. And when it gets you know when you're all done hey come back on the podcast and promote it i have no problem with that how lovely of you you are such a wonderful person thank you so much you're so very welcome just let me know so that you you have all my contacts so just let me know yes and yes. you know when when you get it done and you absolutely come back on and it's just one more thing, one more little notch in your belt. Like, yes, I did that. Um, I'm very proud of you. You've come up a, a long way. And I'm I'm just very grateful that, that you're here. You're a wonderful story. person. Thank you so much. You are <laughs> such a wonderful person to invite me. Oh, you're very welcome. But I'm, I'm so pleased with you. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I'm pleased with you too. Thank um, you so much. You are so very welcome, Mel. You you have a beautiful night. You're in California, right? Yes, yes. Yes, my sister's there too. So it's it's afternoon time there, but um, it's it's getting to be dinner time here. So I'm gonna call it a night and um, okay. You're, you, you're welcome. Um, anytime, just send me a thing, say, Hey, I'm about ready to finish my book. 
And I'm going to get it all ready so we can promote you and promote your book and see where you are when that all happens and see all the. And the thank you to right. all of your, all the, all your listeners. And thank you. Thank 100%. you for listening. And I'm going to send yes, you the link. Thank you. This so, is wonderful. I'm going to send you the link. So you, your friends, whatever, um, can listen to the podcast and um, you can listen to it in Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere. I mean, Google Podcasts, it's it's on like eight different platforms. But um, great, also, thank you. I appreciate that. You're you're so very welcome. It'll be on like eight different platforms. So um, I will go ahead and send you the link, and then it, you know if you want to share it. They can, but they can search any of their, um, their podcasts. It's on Apple, Google, um, Overcast, there's, um, Anchor, there's, I, I don't know which ones I've already said. I see, I told you my memory is horrible, <laughs> but yeah. I'll send, yeah, I'll send you it. So you know, the name of the podcast. Well, can you that post-it note that I told you remember that post-it note huh? yeah <laughs> I told you my my memory is really bad it really is um, well remember that post-it note that 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 you have to use too yeah. oh my monitor at work is just covered in post-it notes so don't, don't get me started there <laughs> All right. Well, Mel, I'm going to call it a night. It was wonderful talking to you. And like I said, I'm going to check in with you in a few months and see, you know, how you're doing on that book. And um, I'll bring you back on when you're about ready to end. Okay. Uh, likewise. Thank you. Good to good talking to you. Thank you good so much. Talking to you too. Have a beautiful night, hon. You also. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.